Welcome to Becoming with with Crystal. Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are new here, my name is Crystal Madong, your host, and it's so nice to have you join us today. But if you are a returning listener, thank you for your continual love and support. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about everything boundaries. And I'm super excited and fired up about today's episode because boundaries are so, so important in our lives to ensure that we have a balanced life, to ensure that we are protected in our spaces, to make sure that our mental health, our mental space is intact. So on today's episode, we will be unpacking the true essence of what boundaries are, why they're crucial in our lives, the types of boundaries, because there are different types, and lastly, how to set and enforce those boundaries. I hope that you do enjoy today's episode. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, so we are starting off today's episode with a quote from Anna Taylor, and it reads, Love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious. You teach people how to treat you by deciding what you will and won't accept. So obviously I went to Pinterest to find a suitable quote to start off the episode with. And I mean, there were tons of quotes that were, that popped up rather. And I chose this one specifically because unlike the others, it sounded like an entire summation of what boundaries are and I was like you know what we are going with this one so that's how we came up with this quote and it says I'm reading again love yourself enough to set boundaries um I've once mentioned or I once talked about boundaries briefly on the second episode and I did mention that boundaries are a form of self-care an act of self-love and a manifestation of self-worth and respect because when you set boundaries you are saying I love and respect myself enough to audit what enters my space I love and respect myself enough to be strict with what I allow into my space so that's what boundaries are briefly but extensively boundaries can be defined as the limits we set with other people, which indicate what we find permissible and tolerable and what we don't. However, boundaries extend, or rather they go beyond just the limits we set with other people, but they are also the limits that we set with ourselves. And that's something that I don't think is also often talked about, that we ought to set boundaries with ourselves as well. Be firm, be strict, with what you eat, be firm and strict with what you say, what you think, who you hang around. Yesterday, I'm recording this on a Monday, I went to church for the first time in a long time and it felt amazing. Seeing my spiritual parents and everyone, it was it was great. Um, our senior pastor talked about how you need to guard your space, you need to guard what you eat, you need to be disciplined with your time. All those things are also boundaries and as much as we do not talk about them enough they are all around us i hope i'm saying i hope i hope i hope i'm speaking and you guys can hear what i'm saying so 
boundaries protect us from being used, violated, and manipulated by others. Because when you don't set boundaries, you allow everything. People can just take however much they want. They can say whatever it is that they want to say. They can exploit your belongings and take your possessions and bring them however way that they want to bring them in. So boundaries eliminate that. So your boundaries teach people how to treat you, how to treat your possessions, your belongings, how to talk to you. And they also teach you how to treat yourself as well. An important, um, an important characteristic of boundaries is that they are accompanied by action. And this action or actions are a response to the violation of a boundary that has been put in place. For example, you brought my car in an unpleasant um, state. State is not the word that I'm looking for. Um, okay, let's stick to state, guys. <laughs> yes, so you brought, my, you brought my car back in a very unpleasant state. So therefore, I'm never going to borrow you my car ever again. That is the action that is accompanying the violation of the boundary that has been put in place. I hope I'm making sense. Um, boundaries, I feel like this is a very important point to make, that boundaries are formed through past experiences, through our opinions, our beliefs, our cultures. That is why we hold so firmly to our boundaries. And that's why when one violates them, it's things. Because they are also based on your needs and your wants. So you want your car in good shape all the time. That is your need. That is your want. So when someone brings it back with a scratch, they are violating your needs. But setting boundaries is not all what do they say? I nearly said guns and roses. <laughs> Setting boundaries is not all sunshine and roses. Yes. Um, it can be a challenge for some people. And this is due to a few reasons. Such as number one, low self-esteem. The need for appraisal from others. That is number two. Number three, the fear of being rejected. Or lastly, not wanting to hurt, offend or make the next person comfortable uncomfortable rather I'm sorry and I feel like the last one is very common because when we think boundaries we think oh no I do not want to offend them or saying no is mean and they're not going to take it the way that I intend it to be received you know we think for the next person and it's like I don't want to hurt them but boundaries are not all bad because they are responsible. Now we're coming into the importance of boundaries. They help create healthy relationships. They help individuals take each other's feelings into consideration and ask for permission from each other. They help establish an understanding of one another and create an overall respect for each other. Um, what comes with boundaries is communication. Um, we communicate in, in relationships and what I want to make clear is that relationships aren't just the relation between you and other people 
between you and your mom or your parents or your your friends. No, it's also the relation between you and yourself. So it's not just other people. But how do they help create this healthy relationship? As I said, in a relationship, you communicate and you will find that there are going to be situations where someone oversteps a boundary that they were not aware was there because not all boundaries are written not all boundaries are verbalized so sometimes we do cross boundaries um, unintentionally so then what happens is we communicate that listen i do not appreciate what you did um this is a boundary that i've put in place please do not ever do that again And once we do that, we start respecting each other. You become very cognizant of the next person's emotions and feelings that yes, and as much as I want to do this so badly, I have to respect that she has boundaries put in place or he has boundaries put in place. And I cannot just do whatever it is that I want. And if I really want this, I should ask for permission and see if can we Um, compromise and come to an understanding that's what boundaries do they're not just a no 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 I don't want to do this no no don't cross this no it's beyond that it strengthens relationships secondly what boundaries do is they create a sense of safety and trust in relationships Um, what what we mean by this is when boundaries are respected and validated It helps one feel secure in the relationship and more trusting. You feel protected and safe in the sense that I know that they won't cross my boundary. Because when someone crosses a boundary, it's a violation and it makes you feel insecure and unprotected. It threatens your safety, your comfort. So if you have a certain boundary, for example, that I do not want people coming into my room because it's my personal space, it's my alone time, and it's sacred. You know that they won't intrude on my personal space. And that kind of assurance makes one secure and trusting towards the next person. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Thirdly, boundaries create a sense of clarity in a sense that all parties involved know how to behave and what is expected of them. They know that should they cross any boundaries, there will be consequences. Because if there are no boundaries, how do you expect one to know how to treat you? How do you expect them to respect you? Because there's most definitely going to be a constant, but I wasn't aware of that. There's going to be a constant violation of boundaries, constant confusion. That, But you didn't communicate this with me. How was I supposed to know? So boundaries create clarity. Because I know what you do not want. I know how I'm supposed to talk to you. I know what conversations I'm supposed to steer clear of. I am aware. I'm aware. Lastly, boundaries give you peace of mind. Yes. Your boundaries help you eliminate any energy drainers. Because our boundaries are based on our needs and wants. Right? So... You know what you want, you know what you need, and you know what you don't want, you know what you don't need, and you will set your boundaries according to that. So 
the things that you don't need and the things that you don't want, you don't want them for a reason. You don't want them because they make you feel a certain kind of way. They make you feel anxious, exhausted, angry, sad, resentful. So when you set boundaries, they help you eliminate those emotions, those energy trainers. For example, if you have set a boundary that I do not appreciate people coming into my room, you save yourself the stress and irritation of someone intruding in your personal space. And that brings you a sense of calm and security as well. And this in turn helps strengthen your mental health overall. Because when you do not have boundaries put in place, um, you risk overexerting yourself, being violated, taken for granted. You risk um, your peace of mind. You risk your mental health. So set your boundaries in order to protect yourself. In essence, boundaries are there to protect us. Now, let us get into the types of boundaries. Firstly, we have physical boundaries. So these boundaries involve one's personal space, the body, privacy, um, physical appearance and proximity. All of those things fall under physical boundaries. So in order for you to explore this kind or this type of boundary, um, you have to ask yourself, am I comfortable with physical touch? Am I okay with people hugging me, handshakes? Am I comfortable with high fives? Am I comfortable when someone stands close to me? Um, am I okay with proximity? Who am I comfortable hugging me? Who am I comfortable coming over to my house? Um, am I okay with people commenting on my physical appearance? Am I comfortable with people um, commenting on my weight? You know, those are physical boundaries that you have to put in place. And they also, as I said, they help protect you. They help give you mental um, stability. They help with so much that I cannot just sum it up in one episode. So that's that, physical boundaries. Secondly, we have emotional boundaries. So these boundaries involve our emotional well-being. Like what are you comfortable sharing with someone and what are you not? When do you need time alone to yourself? And what is your capacity for listening and helping others? So for example here, maybe you went through a very traumatic experience and your friend wants to help you through it and support you. So they ask you about it. If you're not comfortable talking to them about it, you can mention that. That listen, I do not feel comfortable discussing this. Can we change the topic? Simple as that. Actually, not simple as that, but... That's the essence of boundaries. They are straightforward. Uh, when communicating them, you have to be firm, straightforward, and you don't have to over-explain things. Um, another example could be um, your capacity for listening and helping others. This is important, and I do not think that we are cognizant of that because sometimes you're just not in the right state to help someone. Sometimes you're also going through your stuff that you do not have the energy to listen to someone else's problems. And when that is the case, you can also communicate that. That listen, um, I also go through things. So if you want to talk about your emotions, if you want to talk about your problems, can you please give me a heads up or um, ask if can we discuss that and I will let you know if am I okay discussing or listening to you or not those are boundaries boundaries are all about communicating you communicate um, so those were emotional boundaries and then we have mental slash 
intellectual boundaries. Um, these boundaries apply to your thoughts, opinions, beliefs, and values. Um, for example, there are some people who are very sensitive when it comes to politics and they do not like discussing politics. So you can make it known that, oh no, I do not discuss politics. Simple. When they bring up whatever political subject, you can let them know that um, I do not feel comfortable discussing my political stance. And then you just stop engaging. And if you are in a situation where you cannot get them to stop talking about politics, oh, politics, <laughs> politics, you can just stand up and leave or put in your earbuds and listen to music. Just disengage. That's what I'm saying. Intellectual boundaries also apply to opinions, as I said, and beliefs. Uh, not everyone shares your belief. Huh? Not everyone shares the same beliefs as you, yes. So you have to be very, very cautious when it comes to such, such topics. Not everyone is Christian. Not everyone is traditional. Not everyone is, is Hindu. Not everyone is, you know... So when you want to bring such a topic up, you ask for permission. The core essence of boundaries is consent and permission. Because I repeat, not all boundaries are verbalized. Not all boundaries are written. So in order for you to be on the safe side, ask for consent. Ask for permission. Um, that can I talk about Christianity? Are you comfortable with that? And then let you know if they are or they're not. Or if someone, if rather you're on the other end of the spectrum or on the receiving end and someone's talking about their beliefs, you know, and you don't feel comfortable talking about them, you can just tell, tell them that, listen, I do not feel comfortable discussing beliefs. So can you please kindly change the topic of discussion? And then that is that. Okay. I feel so, so zen, so, so chill. <laughs> I went to church yesterday. I'm going on a tangent right now. I'm sorry. But I went to church yesterday and it was so good. When was the last time I went to church? I do not remember. But being in that space was amazing. It was amazing. I'm not going to get into deep about it because boundaries, you know, not everyone shares the same beliefs. Okay, so um, the fourth type we have material boundaries, which involve one's personal belongings, when they can be used, and how they should be cared for and looked after. Um, this involves your car, your phone, your laptop, just your possessions. Um, for example, I, for one, hate it when someone touches my phone. That is just a boundary. I, You don't touch my phone. You don't. Ask, can I borrow your phone? The answer is most likely going to be why, what do you want to do with it? And following that, chances are it's gonna be a no. Sometimes it's a yes, but depending on your on your on your why, <laughs> it's most likely gonna be a no because I don't know, I just get so iffy when someone touches my phone. I just cannot. And then some people do not like borrowing people their cars, and it's just that. So those are material boundaries that, oh no, I don't borrow people my car. Oh no, I don't borrow people my laptop. Or if you borrow my laptop, please make sure that it comes back fully charged. That's a boundary. You set your boundaries. You communicate them clearly and firmly. And then lastly, we have time and energy boundaries, 
this for example can be when people can contact you and when they can't it also has to do with lateness favors and so forth that um please after 6 p.m do not text me it's my alone time um if you don't feel like responding at a certain time you don't feel like responding that's also a boundary that if i'm not in the right space to do something i'm not going to do it and that's just me that's my personal boundary that if i don't feel like doing something i personally won't obviously depending on the situation with certain things you can't just not do them because you don't want to but with certain things not wanting to do them is a reason enough so those are time boundaries when you can do someone a solid for example they're like hey can you please do me a favor and walk my dog or what are my plants i can tell you that oh yeah yeah sure fine but with some people it depends on when you're asking them if it's past a certain time they'll tell you that oh no i can't or some people live on a schedule and they allocate their time and they strict with their time so they can't just do anything or they can't just do whatever it is when you ask them to do it so those are the boundaries that at a certain time do not contact me at a certain time don't even come to my house <laughs> don't visit me after a certain you know those are time boundaries so we're coming to the meat of the bone and that is how to set boundaries it's, it's not a it's not a long list it's just four points the first one is to self-reflect so do a little bit of introspection to find out what is it that you don't like what is it that you won't tolerate what is it that you don't want to see want to hear and why in this way you are clear when setting your boundary because you know why you don't want that limit crossed to begin with so it becomes easier for you to enforce that boundary because it is it is accompanied by a very strong why um secondly when 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 setting boundaries you have to communicate which i mentioned earlier on that people have different boundaries in place and others do not have them at all so it is impossible for people to figure out what your boundaries are just on a whim therefore it becomes your responsibility to clearly and assertively communicate your boundaries for example please don't text me after 6 p.m or i do not allow anyone into my room or i do not do handshakes sometimes a simple no will suffice that is communicating your boundaries there is really no need for you to over explain things you don't owe anyone an explanation on why you don't allow or tolerate certain things so at the end of the day just communicate obviously i believe in there's a time and place for everything so you can't just bring up certain boundaries because the atmosphere does not allow you to sometimes you can only communicate a boundary once it has been violated or when you feel like it is quite to being violated that's when you can you know communicate that but with other boundaries you can just clearly state them when you meet them for instance like oh no i don't do handshakes right not in the middle of a conversation and you're like oh by the way i don't do handshakes it's like huh how's that relevant you know 
But at the end of the day, you just communicate your boundaries. And that is the core essence of setting boundaries. It's the communicative factor. Thirdly, you have to set consequences because what are boundaries without consequences? Um, when you communicate your boundaries, you ought to also communicate what's going to happen should these boundaries be violated. And lastly, be consistent. This one is very important um, because when you let some boundaries slide, you create confusion. Because now people are not sure if are they still not allowed to call you after 6 p.m.? Or is it fine now since you let it slide the last time? So it is important that you stay consistent with your boundaries. This helps you reinforce them, corroborate them, and show people that, listen, I'm serious. Do not, do not cross them. So that's how you essentially set boundaries. I'm sure there are also other ways that you can you know, implement when it comes to setting boundaries. But these ones are just the you know, core basics. Now, we have signs of a cross boundary. How do you know that someone has crossed a boundary? Um, I feel like what indicates to you that someone has crossed your boundary is your, or rather all your emotions, how you feel. So number one, you will feel resentful. Um, resentment flares up when one feels like they have been wronged. And resentment is such a complex and intricate emotion that I cannot explain. <laughs> it's it's similar to anger, but it's not really anger. It's it's resentment, guys. So um, yes, it flares up when one has a feeling that they have been wronged. An example could be maybe borrowing someone your car and it comes back with the petrol tank at zero and you have to go somewhere as like as soon as possible. And you're about to start your car and it's at zero. You're like, shucks, how could they do this to me? I borrowed them the car with the petrol tank very much full and they bring it back at zero. So you then start resenting borrowing people your car and you might even resent that person. So that's the first sign that someone has crossed a boundary. Secondly, you feel anxious or overwhelmed. And this might be a sign that either someone has crossed your boundaries or you have crossed your own boundaries. You know that you have exceeded your limits and that you have committed yourself to something you wish you wouldn't have. That's when you know that, mm, no, mm -mm, something is not right. And then lastly, you feel exhausted and drained and taken advantage of. So this one also means that people are either continuously crossing your boundaries or you are continuously crossing your own boundaries and overcommitting and allowing things that you really do not want to begin with and tolerating things that you should not be tolerating. So that's essentially how you know that a boundary has been crossed. Now, my question to you today is what do you do when someone constantly violates your boundaries? Um, I only have two responses and these responses vary from person to person, relationship to relationship and from boundary to boundary because some boundaries are more rigid than others. Um, with some boundaries, there is room for compromise, but with others, there really isn't. It's either that or the highway, you know, so one way that you could deal with someone constantly violating your boundaries is detachment. Detach yourself from that person. Um, 
Detachment can mean physically leaving a situation or it could also mean declining an invitation to meet up with that person or it could also mean no longer internalizing the things that they say or lastly choosing not to argue with them anymore. That's detachment. Secondly, this one is rather extreme (laughs) Um, and just cut all ties with them. Cut them off. I know it's intense, but as I said, some boundaries are rigid than others and others have no room for compromise. It's either you respect my boundaries or you leave. So in the case that, in that case, they have to leave and you just have to cut them off. And unfortunately, not everyone is going to respect your boundaries. Unfortunately, Um, at the end of the day, you must remember that You do not have to have a relationship with anyone who leaves you feeling drained, depressed, or bad about about yourself, even if they're family. Cut them off, sis. I mean, it's not easy, but cut them off, bro. (laughs) Guys, I'm so awkward sometimes. I can be so awkward, and uh, it it just irks me. (laughs) So, guys, um, to round off the episode, I have... A few boundaries that might give you an idea on where to start. Um, The first one is I will not let people infringe on my personal space. Your personal space is your space. You get to decide what you allow, what you don't. And if you feel like someone is polluting your personal space, put a boundary in place for that person. That Listen, this is my time. This is my space. And I do not allow people entering this this space. (laughs) So yes, that's the first one. I will not infringe on my personal space. Secondly, I will not do anything I do not want to do. Thirdly, I will live a situation should I find myself feeling uncomfortable. We also have no is reason enough. Yes, no is a reason. Um, I really hate it when you say no and someone asks you why. Why? No, because I don't want to. That's that's the reason. So no is no. Don't ever feel the need to explain. If you don't want to do something, you don't want to do something. And lastly, I do not need to explain my choices to anyone. You know, pretty much goes hand in hand with the previous one. Alright, so as I'm about to sign out, I leave you with a few things. Number one, your mental health and peace of mind comes first. If you do not want to do something, you do not want to. And that's enough of a reason. Um, Number two, as with any other habit, you are going to mess up here and there. So you need to be patient with yourself, especially if you haven't been in a position where you had to enforce your boundaries. It could be a bit tricky, could be a bit challenging take it easy with yourself and see where it goes and lastly just as we expect people to respect our boundaries it is important that we respect and value the boundaries of others as well so i'm done for today that is it from your girl thank you once again for tuning in do not forget to subscribe and share with your friends and family if you have any questions or feedback feel free to DM the podcast Instagram at the becoming underscore podcast. It will be linked in the description. And I leave you with this question. What 
would you do or what do you do when someone constantly violates your boundaries so with all of that said it is time for me to sign out see you guys on the next episode Thank you.